Hello. Welcome everyone to episode two of the Fit and Fab podcast. With Kinga and Tyra. My name is Kinga and And I am Tyra. (laughs) (laughs) We're still like smoothing out the like uh, intro. Intros can be quite like weird, can't they? It's like saying hello and saying goodbye. It's like, eh. Hi, I'm here. We can at least we've gotten past that. Can you hear me? Is it recording? Is it? <laughs> we've gotten past that at least. I know. We, we said that would be like by episode 10, but it's actually episode, what, well, two or three? Yeah, we've really outdone ourselves here. I mean, honestly. <laughs> we no, the pros incredible. <laughs> so how are you, Tyra? Tell me everything. Yes, good. So landed an island now in, in an empty house. <laughs> well, we've got a bed and we've got bedding and stuff, which is good. But um, currently sat sort of, well, no, that's not true. We do have like a dining table. We've got the most random stuff. So we've got things like I've got a coffee machine. Um, that's the priority. That's the priority. We've got a soda stream. So I've got like sparkling water on demand, but we don't have a sofa. Um, <laughs> we don't have things like you know when you're cooking it's like oh we don't have a chopping board so I've been like <laughs> trying to chop but not like ruining our like marble countertops I've been doing I've been like chopping vegetables on a tea towel um, <laughs> it's like we've got the most random or you'll go to do something and it's like ah, oh, I can't do that because I need this that's annoying so yeah but other than that it's all good how have you been? It's been really good, thank you. Um, like, Jim's getting busy. You can tell that people kind of, like, got over, you know, their fear of COVID and stuff like that, even though there's quite a bit of that in the air, I think. Um, but people seem to be just cracking on with, um, with life, which is nice. Um, it's nice to, you know, be back working, um, just surrounded by people, you know? I missed that so much during lockdown. Oh, I know. It's especially with our job, like our whole day literally revolves around being around people. So when it came to lockdown, it was like, oh my goodness, like <laughs> how do how do I be by myself? <laughs> I know. It, it is very strange. And I think some um, people like go to the gym as their like social, like that is them being social I know for me that that is definitely the case and it's quite weird like coming here so obviously in Ireland it's not part of the UK um so the restrictions and stuff are different here so for example like our gyms are open which is good um but classes and stuff aren't open or or, or aren't going on so you can like go and use the gym and stuff but there's no classes or anything so I've obviously just moved and I in my head I was like oh I'm gonna go and just just do loads of classes because that's such a great way of meeting people and instead I'm in the gym like can someone please talk to me (laughs) (laughs) no but I agree 100% like another I would say my win from last week um was I've been doing loads of um cardio and enjoying it oh that is I really got into um I really got into before I moved I started like spinning again because I took a long break from it and I loved it that's why I was like oh I can't wait to like come and do some spinning at the gym here and they were like oh yeah no classes aren't going ahead and I was like oh oh no oh no I did toy with the idea of going on the like step machine yesterday and I was like nah <laughs> it's not the same it's literally not the same it's like and the stepping machine was like facing a wall and I was like mm, no I've got it's so interesting no it's oh oh. but shall we get on with this week's topic which we are both really really excited about it's negative self-talk and really changing your mindset and shifting mindset from negative self-talk essentially exactly I think this has been sort of a game changer for me like an absolute game changer with how I feel how I approach life um I even someone even said to me yesterday um one of my clients said to me oh you just seem to just like come up with an idea and go for it yeah yeah now (laughs) 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 that was not the case 
crap that I spoke to myself to get to this point. No, I totally agree. And actually, that is such a good point because talking down to yourself and negative self-talk, it is so counterproductive because it really does not get you anywhere. I think it's almost like a protective mechanism for ourselves because it's face like no one wants to fail. No one wants to put themselves out there and then, you know, fail or do badly or things not go to plan. No one wants that. So if a lot of the time, if you don't try at all, or if you really talk yourself down and like lower your own expectations, you're avoiding that completely. But then the flip side of that is like, you don't grow, nothing good happens and you just end up miserable. This is it. I think sometimes you need to be kind of strict with yourself when you when you get those thoughts I, I know I am because like I can just kind of lean into them and then feel rubbish but what is that going to bring me so whenever I have let's say let's say it, it's a body image day and mm-hmm. I feel oh I feel so fat which is what well, does it even mean to feel fat because my weight hasn't changed so why do I feel yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so fit one day and it's so fat the other day Exactly. Like you can wake up one morning and be like, oh yeah, I'm rocking it. And then literally the very next morning you feel totally different about yourself, but realistically your body cannot change that quickly. No, absolutely not. So I would say for me, I would kind of like acknowledge it. So say, okay, I guess I'm not feeling very well today in myself. What? (laughs) that's that's the biggest question it's like why and sometimes it's as simple as you're knackered you're tired and I'm like oh I'm just really tired that's why suddenly I become more hungry suddenly I become more picky about my body about my life about everything because when you're tired you're grumpy and everything goes on so there's always a reason behind it and and instead of leaning into those thoughts I think the best way to kind of get over it really is first of all remember that a thought is only a thought this this is not reality in any way shape or form so like you said before uh, your body cannot change this quickly so you can see this is just your perception this is just your thinking yeah Um, so it's not actually reality Uh, you didn't gain so much weight overnight that one day you feel amazing one day you feel not so great um and you need to kind of accept that and and keep repeating to yourself like this is not reality this is just how I feel because I don't know I have had an argument with my partner I had a really bad day at work so what am I feeling and journaling it's a really good way to kind of unravel that and just check in with yourself and see well how am I actually feeling because that feeling part is kind of it's masking really what's going on I 100% agree and I think especially on the journaling point people think of it like as like woo woo and like oh dear diary but it's actually not like that at all and if you just have a couple of prompts and I think actually going back to what you said about feeling fat like let's use that as an example because I think it's so relatable and we've both felt that so many times um But they're like, oh, I feel fat. It's just, it's masking other emotions that are, that you might be feeling. I think it's almost an easier way or like a cop out of actually feeling what you're feeling. So a lot of the time people go like, oh, I'm feeling fat. And they kind of like blame their body, like their physical body for what they're feeling rather than going, okay, hang on a second. I felt fine yesterday. So how am I feeling so different? And they kind of, I feel like in society we almost like don't know how to like name or deal with our feelings it's kind of like you're either in a good mood or you're in a bad mood and it's like no there's so many different emotions um and we kind of like especially when the the bad emotions like we don't want to feel them so we push them away and it's like oh I just feel fat I just feel fat um but we don't go actually I'm feeling really really overwhelmed I'm feeling really upset and feeling tired something earlier on in the day triggered me and then you it's like this is nothing to do with my body absolutely like the two are not related like I'm saying I'm feeling fat and maybe that's leading me to do things like overeat or eat my feelings but actually this has got nothing to do with my body or that like it, it, it's just a, it's just sort of a band-aid over what's actually going on deeper inside Exactly. And then on the other hand, let's say if you 
feel fat you are less likely to actually take action because you you just kind of get in that little cycle of um just feeling sort of bad and then that negative self-talk that inner self-critic just keeps coming at you and keep coming at you it, it might start with your body and then it's like oh what am I doing with my life what about my career what about I don't know relationships what about this oh I'm 31 and I don't have a mansion <laughs> I'm not a millionaire yet I can't believe it yeah I think this is so closely linked just so in general like having a negative um, negative self-talk it, it's very closely linked to just having like a fixed mindset and th seeing things as like black and white so when we say fixed mindset we mean like we believe that like our skills our abilities our talents um, our personality traits are fixed and cannot be changed and this makes us feel really really helpless it makes us feel like you're in like a pit of despair and nothing you do like you can't change so it's it's really quite a you can see how it would lead you to spiral um, and you kind of cut yourself off from learning and growing and opening yourself up to new opportunities. Whereas if you have more of like a growth mindset and you believe that actually you can improve, you can change and not, you know, take, not being like, okay, well, today's a bad day and you, you can kind of move on from that. And it's not, you don't get bogged down by all of that and you can, handle feedback and constructive criticism and you can actually look at yourself like analytically and just be really really self-aware um so yeah I think it and the thing is like I've definitely been in the place where I've had a very 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 fixed mindset and it's like this is how I am nothing will ever change and it's horrible but actually you can change you can learn and you know get the tools and open yourself up to to changing that mindset and you don't have to talk down to yourself all the time because it's freaking exhausting like being horrible to yourself it's horrible it is and honestly I just feel I feel like I need to apologize to myself for all those years of negative self-talk because it's kind of like so it everything else fails you really only have yourself don't you like you should be your best friend and I'm not saying yeah. you the biggest fun and keep telling <laughs> to yourself in the mirror you're so beautiful <laughs> I love myself <laughs> I love myself so much oh my god I'm the best I'm, I'm this it's not like that because I think people get confused that not hating yourself means you have to be this self-obsessed I, I just love myself and I love everything about myself and I love this and this and this. it's not like that it's just just because you don't hate yourself doesn't mean do you know what I mean doesn't mean you have to be this like little narcissistic creature <laughs> what weird though isn't it because that's just made me think like actually if you go on social media I feel like there's like two camps of this there's like the people who there's like the one extreme and it's like self-love and all that and they're you know I don't know posting videos of doing like sensual dances and hugging themselves and stuff and then there's the other side of things and people are like no go harder go home like you obviously don't want it enough and it's like it's not one or the other like you can actually just like self-acceptance and just just being and actually just going do you know what I do actually quite like myself it's not even I think if you're really struggling to like yourself and you're really struggling with self-talk, it's actually just accepting yourself first and just knowing that you deserve to, to be happy and you actually deserve to do good things for yourself because it's extremely difficult to do good things for yourself and to try change yourself and to actually even show up for yourself if you hate yourself. Like if you don't like yourself, why would you do things that are good for you? Because deep down you're like, well, I don't deserve this or I'm not good at this or I'm not gonna change anyway. So it's actually just first and foremost going, no, I actually respect myself enough to give it a go or to, you know, just to do what I've, I set myself, what I set my mind to do. And I think as well, um, then not being harsh on yourself when things don't go as you want them to go because yeah. I always, always when I have those negative thoughts, I kind of think to myself, well, what if my best mate told me that? Would I think she or he is a failure? 
absolutely not so it's kind of like not having like this separate high standard like not even high unrealistic standard for ourselves and then because I'm sure we've got like all of us have high standards for our friends as as in like if they would not sort of bring happiness to our life we wouldn't be friends with them would we so we we do have high standard for for ourselves and everything that's the type of people we want to surround ourselves with but this unrealistic expectations that we have to be this perfect with with literally everything we try so like I don't know I always keep telling my clients that when they get annoyed that after you know they've never done Romanian deadlifts and I'm starting to and they just get so frustrated because it's such a complicated movement yes oh my goodness (laughs) it's so funny that you say that it is literally the RDL like (laughs) my clients that's probably the one the one move that everyone especially beginners get so annoyed about and it's like everyone gets like everyone struggles at first like everyone struggles it's fine and I think that's such a good point something that I do with my clients they're having a particular particularly bad time I saw, I tell them, I'm like, okay, write down exactly what you're feeling, like your exact thoughts that you're telling yourself, the negative thoughts, write them down. And then on the, on the flip side of that, I want you to imagine that your friend has written that about themselves. And I want you to write what you would say to them. And the contrast between the two is like so different. And it's like, see, you are capable of, of like flipping it and looking and, and speaking to yourself more positively you are capable of that because you've written that down. But why do you feel like you don't deserve to be spoken to like that? Or, you know, what, what, why do you feel like you deserve to actually to be spoken down to? It makes no sense. And I mean, we all fall into the negative self-talk trap. I'm not saying I don't. It's just knowing like the tools and just knowing that it's temporary and you're not stuck in these negative feelings. Exactly. And kind of like, what helps me as well is just to ground myself for a few minutes like let's say I always get that with um for example with classes because I've never done that much cardio well never for a long time I've not done cardio um before I used to but for a while I haven't so obviously my sort of like conditioning like fitness level went down so I was like oh I'm not gonna go I'm not gonna be able to do this class and you know before I leave I'm like oh no I shouldn't go to this one because it's too tough I need to and it was like no and then I think to myself stop like stop stop yeah you breaths just stop this is this is not reality who told you that who told you that you won't be able to do it if you struggle there's always ways to accommodate take a break it's not embarrassing to take a break it's absolutely fine everyone goes in their own pace so kind of give yourself that compassion but you have to stop that thinking because if you lean into that it's just a down it's just such a vicious cycle isn't it it's very hard to get out of it when you're so deep into it but when you just notice that thought it this is when I think it's the best time to tell yourself no stop stop this is not serving me is this helpful best question you can ask yourself like you're thinking something well is this helpful is this helpful is that gonna help is that hate gonna help you in any way shape or form calling yourself out isn't it because so many times like we're not self we don't have that self-awareness and that's when you kind of just like accept the thoughts but as soon as you can be like okay is this actually true is this helpful I it's really interesting that you say that I've had a very very similar experience so when I um first qualified as a PT a couple years ago um I remember because I I've like you more into like the weightlifting side of things absolutely love that so I'm like yeah I feel really confident like going into the weights area like I don't care if there's a bunch of guys there like I literally don't care I know that you know I know I've got I've got a space there and I just don't care but then when it comes to cardio I remember when I first qualified and I was like oh I want to join this spin class because again classes are a really great way of meeting people um and I remember going in I was like oh people are going to look at me because I'm a PT and I can barely like you, you if you've seen like hardcore spinners how quickly their legs go and I was like my legs just physically cannot move like that quickly and I remember like 
sitting on the bike before the class started and I was like this is going to be so embarrassing this is not going to be good for my business what are they going to think of me and it's like hang on a second like this is are these actually are these just thoughts or are they fact and it's not fact and it's again it's that like um fear of failure and I did the class none of the things that I thought were going to happen happened like it was just another class that's it like no one no one cares about you as much as you think they do (laughs) (laughs) bit of like kind of the pedestal yeah yeah no no one actually cares no one actually like you're not I don't know who's the because they're all probably having the exact same thoughts as you and especially like talking yourself down like going to the gym for the first time so I actually obviously moving here I went to the gym for the first time earlier on this week and I felt I I had the exact same thoughts I felt like walking to the gym my heart rate was so high and I felt like the same person I was like I don't know five six years ago who was stepping into the gym for the first time so it's just knowing as well like everyone feels has these thoughts has these feelings time to time it's okay and you know the only way to get around it is to kind of it's that quote like the only way out is through and once you've done it you actually get such a good sense of accomplishment and even if it didn't go the way that you thought it was gonna go like it's fine because you can learn from that or you can you know just see what went wrong what you can improve on next time yeah and now you know what let's take your example and kind of walk through two different scenarios so say you are a beginner and you're really intimidated about going to the gym and that's that's what you're thinking you think everyone will look at me I'll Mm -hmm. embarrass myself everyone will laugh at me I don't know what I'm doing I'm gonna hurt myself all those kind of negative negative thoughts and then you kind of let it lean into it yeah and you keep Mm -hmm. thinking more and more and more and you're so scared you're literally panicking, your heart is pounding, and then you're like, nah, I'm not going. I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing it. This is too much. This is too much. Okay? And then that's going to compound because you're going to go, oh, it's too much. I can't do it. Go home and then feel rubbish about yourself. For and you, It's almost like that self-fulfilling prophecy. You're like, I knew I couldn't do it. And I put like, I couldn't do it. And it's just like that, comp- then the guilt of like, oh, I can't believe I can't do it. I'm so this, I'm so that. It like compounds. you're feeling it twice exactly but then looking at a different way it's like showing yourself compassion and be like okay it might not be my best session I might just go and do a few movements you know here and there just to get to know the machines just to see what it's like I don't have to have the best workout ever I'm just gonna go move my body because that is better than staying home and thinking rubbish things about myself mm-hmm. so who knows what's gonna happen I might I you know meet someone um who will help me out like maybe you know I know one of the PTs will help me out a little bit but if I'm too sort of maybe shy to ask I don't have to I can just kind of like j- just have a little browse around see what's there see what people are doing see what I feel comfortable doing and I'm sure this is going to be so much better for you than just leaning into those negative thoughts because each time you go you're gonna get better at it like I remember my first like in-person yoga class I nearly didn't go and that was not too long ago so I was so scared because I only ever did a bit of lockdown on the on an app and on my phone so I was like oh my god everyone's gonna be like amazing and stuff and then I went and that was like the best experience of my life honestly the yoga teacher just made me feel so welcome so like oh the way he teaches and I know it's not like that with everyone because sometimes you might have a bad experience or or not but the way he was teaching was like you never felt like a beginner because he would just explain everything and you know sometimes people like instructors are guilty about saying oh do a full press up if you can't you can go on your knees and then you feel a bit like "Mm." so Gavin what he does he's like yeah do a press let's say do a press up go on your knees 
if that feels easy, you can, um, you know, extend your legs. And it's reframing it, isn't it? It's it's reframing. So he makes sort of the the the, um, the most beginner friendly option a norm. And then he says, if that feels okay, you can try doing this instead of giving like the very hard exercise and then saying, oh, if you can't, you can then do something else. Exactly. And I think, you know, imagine you hadn't have gone and you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have grown. You wouldn't have proved to yourself, actually, I can do it. Actually, I really enjoyed it. And I'm going to get like, you've grown from it. And I think we put so much pressure on ourselves and it's like, what will actually happen if you fail? Like, or, or what is the worst case scenario of, you know, whatever situation you're in, asking yourself, like, what is actually the worst thing that can happen? Oftentimes it's like, oh, I fail. And then I'm in no, like, I'm in no better or worse place than I am now, which, which I think with, we see like failure and we're like, oh, I'm so scared that if, if I don't do the thing, then I'll completely fail. And I was like, yeah, but nothing's actually going to change. Like, if anything, even if you do fail, you're going to grow from it because you'll know for next time, you'll have pointers. You're like, this didn't work. Maybe next time I'll try it. Whereas if you just don't do the thing, if you keep talking yourself down, literally nothing is going to change. So worst case scenario is that like you gave it a go, you can improve next time, but like nothing in your life majorly would have changed. And I think it's also reframing of like, who are you actually doing it for? So if you're putting loads of pressure on yourself, just let, let's talk about um, just getting fit or whatever. If you're putting loads of pressure on yourself and if you're doing it for someone else, it's kind of like, oh, I don't want to fail them. You know, meanwhile, it's kind of like, well, no, fitness at the end of the day, you're doing it for yourself. And are you thinking like, I have to go for a walk or I have to do this? Or are you thinking, no, I get to do this. I get to do this because then in a few years time, it means that I'm going to be fit and strong enough to like run around with my kids. And it's just re reframing it slightly. Exactly. And that's really interesting because I've had um, a discussion with one of my friends and he actually, we kind of like... Hang on, my doorbell's just gone. You carry on your point. I'll be two, two seconds. No problem. So I've had a discussion with one of my friends and it was very interesting because him and I, I kind of... We kind of agree, but we kind we agree on the principles, I think, but we kind of disagree maybe a little bit on the way of doing things. But I think it's because we work with different people, I guess. I don't know, because he's very successful and his methods 100% work, but then so do mine. So um, maybe it's just um, difference of people we kind of speak to. But what he thinks is that people are in nature, like, just by default they're mm -hmm. quite lazy and they need to kind of they need a bit of a tough truth to kind of wake up and get going because if they go down the acceptance route that they will just get compliant and lazy and they won't change but I don't know maybe some people are like that but it's not the people kind of I work with and I want to work with because for me personally that's never really the, <clears throat> the case. That's mm -hmm. never really like the more, actually the more positive environment I've got around me, the more kind of I grow. I don't necessarily grow as much in, in a very sort of negative, really high pressure environment. That's not. No, I'm, I'm really similar to you on that one. And like, I, I just think like, you can't hate <coughs> change. Like you can't keep, talking yourself down and making yourself feel rubbish that's not because then I feel like that leads so say again say you want to lose fat and the steps to get there so you know you're doing all the things you're getting your um daily steps and you're doing your workouts you're doing all of the things that you need to do but if you're looking at it from a place of like oh I have to do this or I'm not going to change oh I really don't want to do this the whole how are you going to maintain that long term if you have this thought towards all the actions that essentially are going to get you to your goal and you're not wanting to do it like it's just not sustainable and you're not going to be very happy whereas if you reframe it and it's like 
oh, I get to go outside for a walk today, or oh, I get to move my body and go to the gym today. I just think that is so much more positive and you're gonna just switching up the words of I have to, to I get to, or I could do this. It's so much more empowering and so much more positive. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I get to do that. And actually it becomes a choice rather than like a chore. Exactly. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just don't feel like hate is a great way to motivate yourself. As in, I think, like, honestly, I think it can, like, if the hate is quite, it is a quite a power, oh, I lost my plot. It is a quite a powerful emotion. Mm -hmm. So I think it can get you results, but I think this is just like, it's kind of like starving yourself will get you fat loss results but is it what you want to do it's kind of like going from that place of hate can definitely make you change but I don't know I don't I think that would kind of cost you oh it's a high cost to that I think because your mental health I don't imagine will be that great when you only change from a place of hell of, of health <laughs> hate <laughs> what am I talking about from a place of hate and then when th then you'll have to have that strict routine all your life but what if your priorities change and then and I think this I think this as well comes down to like putting time frames on things as well and getting yourself stressed out about oh I need to have lost this amount of weight by this date and it's like okay but what happens after that date so say you do hate yourself to change and you end up like just completely starving yourself and then you get to that weight what happens then like chances are you've probably like completely ruined your relationship with your body image and your relationship with food and you know what happens after that and instead of instead of I think especially in the fitness industry people get so caught up on like the end goal and hitting that goal and putting a time frame and a set date on things and it's like but everything good happens in the time between and like getting there and you can grow and learn so much and just the steps that get you to that goal that's essentially you know you've got to take those steps and learn and do the bit in between because that's going to get you the lasting re the uh, results yes and I, I honestly think that for myself kind of that acceptance and refusing to lean into those negative talk um, those thoughts I think that was the best thing I've ever done because since then this is like coming back to the comment that my client made that I just kind of come up with an idea and I do it now it's mm -hmm. never been like that because usually I would have an idea and I would talk myself out of it yeah. <laughs> I can't do it because I don't know let's say I had so many ideas when I was like a newly qualified PT I had so many ideas to do things and did they do anything no absolutely no. not I was even scared to like approach people on the gym floor because I was like oh what if it, like I'm newly qualified so what if like they think I don't know anything and I'm like what is even that thinking like you came to this profession to help people and your own negative self-talk like stops you from helping people so I obviously like I've, I've been there as well so I can totally relate and I think for me like on reflection now I think it comes back to as well like being a perfectionist and having that perfectionist mindset and realistically like, I think a lot of the times we look at being a perfectionist as like maybe a good thing but I don't, I honestly don't think it is. And I think it can feed into negative self-talk because you don't allow, like failure is seen as so, such a bad thing. And it's like, oh, well, I can't do this until it's perfect. And you end up just never starting because life is not perfect. There will never be the perfect time. You know, that it, it's very rare that every single star will align and everything will go smoothly. Like that is so, if, if you're waiting for, everything to like be in a be in alignment and you know that there is never going to be a perfect time to start so actually you need to let go of that and just just do what you can now with what you've got yeah exactly and even like um speaking to people giving people advice I always thought oh I shouldn't say anything because maybe I'm wrong but it's like 
well, if I am wrong and they know more than me, well, awesome. I found someone I can learn from. You can learn. Like, how exactly. good is that? Exactly. No, it, 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 it's exactly that. It's that fear of, and I was the exact same, like newly qualified PT. I was kind of like, oh, when I've got more experience, then I'll do this. And it's like, okay, but like, how are you going to get the experience if you don't ever do anything? And I'm sure it can, you know, whatever industry, whatever job you're in, it's the exact same. The only way you get there, the only way you progress is by doing and messing up and then trying a different way, possibly messing up. And it's, you know, we, we shouldn't be afraid of just taking messy action and just doing and then seeing um, how, how it goes instead of like talking ourselves down and being so afraid of failure. And then even if you do fail, like, honestly, it is not that bad. And actually you grow and learn so much more when you fail. Yeah, and I can even give you an example from my previous job. So before I became a PT, I used to work in like retail management and I can pinpoint so many times when I didn't apply for a promotion because so-called I wasn't ready. Yeah. And who said that? My, my boss didn't said, say that. Like I just said that to myself. So I wouldn't even tell like my boss, oh, I think I'm ready for more responsibility. And I think... Like, I'm happy with my job. I'm ready to, to take the next, even if I'm not ready. It's like, I'm going to learn <laughs> on the job. Everyone learns the job. So instead of just believing in yourself and kind of be like, go on, let's do it. Let's try. I was like, no, no, because I'm going to fail. It's like, what, what if you're going to fail? Like, obviously you're never going to get every single job you apply for. That's life. It's yeah, like- and in fact, you're probably you know if you take all the jobs that you're going to apply for the majority of them you're probably not going to get but it doesn't matter because and so so what it's exactly what we said earlier so with the promotion you know if you had gone for that job didn't get it nothing's changed like literally nothing's changed you'll just you know find out what they're looking for and what where like what the steps that you need to do to get that promotion but if you don't apply at all like you don't again you're in the same spot so you may as well just go for it you may like stop talking yourself down you may as well like you literally have nothing to lose yeah and you have everything to gain because you can so if you don't do it you're in the same exact position okay and what if you did apply and you got it well that's a win if you applied and didn't get it you get an experience of an interview next time you apply you know kind of what to expect so you're not as nervous for the interview because you've done it before so it's kind of like you go in a little bit calmer and that's always good when you're nervous and all over the place it's always good for interviews isn't it to stay calm and hopefully they would have given you feedback as to why exactly you actually gain in both like any way, shape, or form, if you do something, you do gain. You do gain life experience, which is invaluable, really. Exactly. So I've, I think I've just thought of something that I think is really, really important in terms of negative self-talk. And before we finish up, I think a topic that comes up all the time in the fitness industry is like comparing yourself and comparing your body to other people. And I think this is like a stew of like negative self-talk is just social media and comparing your body to other to other people's and I think so many times we have such unrealistic expectations of ourselves and we especially as women obviously we can't speak from a man's point of view but from a woman you look at other people other women who possibly have been training for like 10 times longer than you have or it is literally their job to be a fitness model to be you know they they get paid to look a certain way and then you as just a normal person possibly like with a with a desk job you're comparing yourself to that person's body and suddenly you're not worthy of happiness and you're not worthy of this you're not worthy of that and I think that is it's really really sort of rife at the moment well for a couple of years I'd say it's been 
really unhelpful because now like before like when the lo- last lockdown ended in England I in that lockdown I put on a bit of weight and I was like so terrified to go back to work yeah I thought oh my god what like what like everyone will say something or even like it doesn't matter if they say something I don't know like let's say my clients will think like something of me or like new clients won't want to work with me but realistically like none of my clients are really there for my body they don't really care about my body they care about their body no they don't pay me for, for looking a certain way like they don't pay me to, to look like whatever they pay me for my knowledge expertise and coaching so they yeah. don't actually care and the client like most of my clients know exactly the reasons why because I'm very open and honest about my journey as well yeah. so and if people don't know why then it means that they're not close enough for, like to me to to for me to share that with them but I even asked one of my clients I was like so like would it change anything if I looked at it from she was like nah <laughs> like I don't really like I don't really care <laughs> I think this is where we need to separate like body image from like our knowledge like the two are not related really like you know you can have a bank of knowledge and you can have the expertise and you can you know you've gone through all the training and stuff but you know like your your body is they're two they're two quite different things um and I you know what I was looking back at pictures from like three three years ago or so when I was sort of like prepping for a photo shoot and I was in like my best shape ever or whatever mm-hmm. and oh, I'm looking at those pictures and I was like oh my god I actually looked really good <laughs> and then like back then three years ago I still thought I'm too fat I'm this or whatever I still had so much negativity towards myself that it's just unbelievable yeah. Like now I'm looking at myself and I'm like, I remember not post, like I was going through videos on my phone. And I remember not posting them on Instagram because I was like, oh my God, I look so horrible. And I'm like, mate, you looked so good. And you were so strong. Like I was looking at my video. I was like, you were so strong. You look so good. Why did you ever doubt yourself, you know? And I think this as well is why it's so important. So look at, so the people who you're comparing your body to on social media be very critical about that. So what you just said, like when you were your leanest, you were also probably like the unhappiest. So when you're looking at these people on social media, don't forget that they are showing you what you want to see. And I can guarantee that the majority of, you know, the the models, whatever you're looking at, probably have poor body image as well. They probably also have their struggles with food. So don't look at it and think, ah, oh, you know, I, I want to be just like that because 99% of the time, you know, they've also got these negative, negative thoughts about their own body and their own lives. So stop, you know, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. And I think it's really, really important to remember that as well. And especially in the fitness industry, you know, you, we, we, we were in it for like the quick fixes and we see, you know, we, we associate like that fitness model with the four-week plan that she's selling and it's like no no she didn't get her body from four weeks of exercise like you know she's probably very very experienced in the gym she's probably quite strict with her diet so don't think that by buying into a four-week plan or a quick fix or a detox or any of the you know diet pills and stuff don't think that doing that for a couple of weeks is going to get you to where you want to be because the negative thoughts that you have about your body and just yourself in general now they are still going to like no pill is going to fix that no even if you did achieve your goal weight or whatever if it's like what we were saying in our first podcast like you know you've got to work on your, your, your self-talk, your negative self-talk, but reframing your mindset, you need to work on that. Yeah. And now, you know, I thought about something as well. If we look at it from a completely different perspective, like just imagine you are paid to look your best. 
okay so to just think about it you that's your job just to look your best to train as hard as you possibly can in an optimal way in whatever that don't you think that would take a bit of enjoyment out of it like when you think about it you think that those people are so happy because they smile in pictures but really like if you were paid to look your best, you would do absolutely anything not to lose your job and to get more deals like modeling deals or whatever. So you would not have those nice moments with your friends eating out. You could not just go like and have a donut whenever you want. Like they are so strict with what they do unless they have just like God's genetics. Well, that's a different <laughs> as well, to be fair. If you are paid to look good, you probably have genetic predispositions to do so yeah um, so it is a little bit easy not easier because it's I don't I would never say it's easier for them but they just have they just have a bit of an advantage let's just say if anyone else wants to do it but just just give them a little bit of compassion like everyone's looking at their body everyone has an opinion on their body everyone is picking their body apart the amount of hate they get like if you kind of think of that, would you actually want that? Yeah. Or do you want just the body without all the other stuff that comes with it? Because if you want someone's life, you have to take it all and not just the, the one thing that you want. Because if you want their body, you have to, like, if your body is in a public eye, you'd have to get used to being talked about, being, like, every little thing would be criticised by people who obviously are not very nice people, but it, it does happen, doesn't it? Oh, 100%. 100%. I remember used to, I used to watch the um, Victoria's Secret, you know what, what is it, like, once a year or whatever, they do their, like, massive, like, fashion show. Oh, yeah. And I used to watch that. And then I used to see memes later on and it was like, oh, can't wait to like not eat for a week now because I feel so bad. And I used to be like, <laughs> lol, me too. And now I look back at that, I'm like, no, oh, there is so much wrong with that. Like, that's not funny. Like, there is so much wrong with that. And literally it comes back to, again, hating yourself to change. And it's like, oh dear, like we have, and you just think how casually stuff like that is put out on the internet. And no wonder we, talk so badly about ourselves and hate ourselves it's because it's almost like that like self-deprecating like humor which it's just like but yeah. then imagine being on the receiving end of that and someone put a picture of you saying imagine if that was you someone put a picture of you on the internet saying oh, i'm not gonna eat for a week now and you feel so much pressure first of all for influencing other people mm. to do things like you never wish on anyone that they have to do. Second of all, having that constant pressure is like, oh my, so I have to sustain it. I can't, I can't go out. I can't eat what I want. I can't do this. I can't. So there's just, I think there's just so much pressure in this industry when, when like models, um, fitness models, influencers. I think they, they're, the pressure is massive, and I think like people don't realize that they just think it comes so easy for them but it doesn't no yeah I definitely think that there's like a notion of like oh it, so so I remember when I again I must have been about 13 14 watching um this fashion show and I still remember this was my exact thought I laugh at it now because I just know how untrue it is and I was like oh I wish I had a body like that because then I would literally go out and I would eat pizza all day and it wouldn't matter because my body looked like that. And now I was like, no, no, the reason their body looks like that is because they don't do that. And it's like, you've got to strike up the balance of, you know, do, like, do you, what do, what do you value in life? Do you value like being able, having the flexibility to go out and socialize with your friends and stuff? Or do you value the way that your body looks more? It's not saying that like you can't eat pizza and look that way because you absolutely can. But it's just, you know, how it's, it's about balance, isn't it? But it's just, yeah, I think our idea of body image and just body and our bodies in general, it's so skewed. It's so That's skewed. Right. And the grass is always greener, isn't it? We yeah. always think that there's... Always we paint this picture of those people 
that we, we literally put them on the pedestal and then we we think they look like they look they were just born like that you know the girl has massive delts but she was just born with that <laughs> <laughs> oh but I think yeah I think the most important thing is like knowing that it's, it's having that self-awareness and calling yourself out and knowing that your thoughts are not fact and it's saying like as soon as that thought comes into your mind it's just being really like taking a step back and being rational and being like okay does this like what what is the substance to this thought like is it thought is it fact and really really starting to pick up on when these thoughts come into your head so say you're having like we spoke about at the beginning if you're feeling fat dig into that what is actually did you receive a text message that triggered you earlier on in the day did you have a fight with someone did someone annoy you were you stuck in traffic and then you came home and the kids were like screaming like do you like what 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 is actually going on name your feelings because then you can deal with it and you can grow and and be really strict with yourself when you're talking yourself down exactly if you struggle to name your feelings um, I recommend typing feelings wheel into Google. It gives yes, you this wheel of, yeah, of fe- because I know I struggle with naming feelings sometimes. So when you look at that, you can kind of like, oh my God, this, this is what I feel. This is exactly what I feel. So I really recommend that. Yeah, I think with that as well, it's really useful. Um, and I recommend, I, I, I use it with clients as well. It's because a lot of the time we're like, I feel bad. And it's like, okay, but like bad, like, you know there are so there are like thousands of feelings but we're so conditioned to like just not feel them (laughs) it's like I don't want to feel that but then as soon as you've labeled it you can almost feel like an instant like weight removed because you're like yes that that's how I feel and then it's like okay what can I do to you know to help How, how can I you can either sit with it and just acknowledge like yes I feel this way um I know it's temporary and I'm not going to feel like this all the time and that is so much more helpful than being like I feel fat so I'm just going to raid the fridge now yeah and I think well that's probably a topic actually for another podcast but labeling for example feeling sad or angry as bad why is it bad yes why is it bad to, why, why is it bad to, it to feel it. bad exactly well, exactly well I thoroughly enjoyed this this podcast um if people wanted to sign up and work with you Kinga where would they find you so they can go on my Instagram which is linked just in the podcast description and there's a little google not google form uh, that they can fill out and I will get back to you ASAP what about you Tyra lovely so same if you want to find me on Instagram it's Tyra Greenwood underscore PT um and just slide into my dms and yeah we will we will get started straight away so if you do struggle with any of the stuff that we've spoken about in our podcast so far hit us up (laughs) (laughs) definitely well it was a pleasure always a pleasure rest of your day perfect you too and see you guys next week see you next week Bye bye